This is a story for those who wish that they could truly read between the lines of the book they were reading and see the world of the story through the eyes of the author. For those who wish that they could make nonfiction from fiction. For those who wish that dreams were true. This is a story of a group of wayward friends who came together from the far reaches of two worlds to come together and to help make dreams reality. This is Hazeltown's story. Hello and welcome to Hazeltown Story, episode 35, uh, the second part of the Tom's Diner arc. Uh, so last episode we have been, we are kind of introduced to what this arc is all about. Uh, so basically our crew is um, hired by um, the local, our deep ass contact Toby to look into a local issue that a restaurant owner has been having. Uh, it turns out that he has been finding uh, random, like, electronic bugs, like recording bugs, all around his restaurant, and he is pretty concerned about that, as one probably would be. Um, and, uh, yeah, we are going to, we basically got introduced to Tom and kind of what the diner is uh, of this, you know, episode's title. It's not just a song name reference, it's actually where this you know, arc will mostly take place that in the general vicinity. Um, so where we left off is basically Tom was talking to our crew in his office and he noted that he had a list of not suspects, but people he found kind of odd that frequent his diner. And he is about to, uh, you know, uh, tell the crew who they were, uh, at least what information he has on them. Um, so with that, um, I don't really have anything else to say, so I'm going to let X, uh, start the, the uh, character introductions. All right. So I'm playing Arya Stagel. They are a, a, a doctor who moonlights as a mortician, uh, came, came here. Uh, they know Lomi and, uh, they were kind of brought on board by Lomi to, uh, assist in the, this latest adventure. Uh, their pronouns are they, them. Hi, I'm Bobinator. I am playing Ferris Dietero. Uh He is a survivalist and host of TV survival show Whole Wild World. It's on his third season, and for this season, he, producers want more of a local flavor. So he has met up with Bibley, who is trying to get him uh, introduced into Hazeltown, where he can kind of, you know, meet with people and show off the sights there for his show. Uh, and he is a he-him. I am Carnival. I'm playing a returning character, Yuhar Governan, our psychic pirate. Well, retired pirate. Uses they, them. And is got a reputation for pyro, uh, pyromania. I am, of course, Deathmaster780. I am playing Bobby, a shady businessman who just found out a mall that rejected his business is in trouble. Hello. Uh, I'm Norman Rafferty. I am playing Tacit Toxin, uh, pronouns of they, them. I am an itinerant uh, holistic healer who has wandered into town and set up shop to help people on their personal journey. Uh, I'm Torpotypist playing Iravia, uh, she, her, uh, who's just, you know, a normal biker, rolled into town, doing odd jobs at the moment. Also can talk right. to Sylphs, but, you know, 
normal people do that. And now with that done, let's All get right. on with the uh, episode. He just kind of he just kind of thumbs through his notebook. Yeah, I was going. All right, so let's see what what do I got? Um, yeah, so of the regulars that I have, there's a few in here that I'm pretty sure they're just you know regulars. I just kind of wrote them down just to make sure that I don't forget them. Um, so uh, let's see, we got uh, let's see, um, there's there's this young caribou lady that keeps on uh, that really likes to come here though um pretty sure that she's pretty clean uh i think her name is sarah as i mentioned uh she's she talks to my bartender quite a bit uh, i think they might have mutual friends or something like that um don't really know about much about her she usually brings her textbooks pretty you know not pretty uh you know i i wasn't no scholar but uh yeah Seems pretty smart from what I can tell. Um, uh, but yeah, she's pretty common. Uh, she kind of sits towards the uh, north side of the building. Uh, looks a lot at the Thousand Voices Club. Uh, but then again, I think she's just been in there. I mean, it's a, you know, it's a it's a place where there's a lot of stuff there. So I can, I can see uh, just kind of looking in there. It's, it's good people watching. Uh, let's see, what else we got? Um, we got, uh, uh, let's see, we got, okay, going through here, um, got, uh, yes, uh, got this, now this is the guy that kind of, it's been throwing me off, but there's something about him that just kind of bothers me, uh, this old, like, uh, just, just as, you know, human dude, uh, this, uh, just, just looks like, you know, like, He's I put him like mid 40s, something like that, uh, you know, beard, just kind of just a big hunk of a dude uh, kind of wearing pretty simple clothes. Uh, just want to gather it. I think he might be. He says that he's a farmer, uh, just kind of realize where he's where his station in life is and just kind of riding through it. What kind of farmer eats here? Well, I think he tends to, he looks like, I spends a lot of time looking out the window, which is kind of what threw me off. Uh, he kind of moves around very, he doesn't really seem to have a, like, a set spot. Uh, so, yeah, he uh, just, uh, he's kind of, not sure what he's doing, but I think he just likes to people watch, unless he's doing something else. Uh, this place is too nice for a farmer, but okay. All right, let's see what else we got. Um, right, uh, got uh, I see, like, got this, uh, let's see, um, it's actually this wolf lady that comes in, like, I'd say, uh, probably early 30s, uh, just huge white wolf, uh, in very fancy clothing that, uh, usually likes to, uh, sit around the, uh, uh, west side of the building, uh, likes to look at, uh, kind of closer to the, uh, uh, the park area. Uh, I've seen her kind of move around, but she kind of looks like that she's in town for something, but she's been here for quite some time, so I don't know what she's planning on doing. In town for spying. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, I got a... Yeah, this dude, I, I just don't know what's up with him. Um, 
another uh just a i'm pretty sure he's american just like a human uh like say late 20s he looks like looks like someone that's been in college for way too long uh shaggy hair um says he works out in the island by where the you know all the research er like buildings over there the government research buildings um trying to get a job there uh kind of thin dude doesn't look like he gets out much uh he tends to uh tends to look over towards the uh kind of the just the park kind of similar place to where uh um the uh Wolf Lady, which, oh, right. I forgot I had this written down. Um, I think her name's Dolores. And I believe the the scraggy dude or scraggly dude is Joseph, I believe, from what I've heard. Uh it doesn't seem to um I've just heard that from the from the side. I've heard him having conversation with some of the other people. Um, very talkative. Um, but uh yeah, he doesn't really touch the bar, so it's mostly just side conversation. Um then we have another person uh spends a lot of time writing uh kind of a like say mid 50s just another looks like an american uh just just generally from that accent kind of sounds kind of northeastern i'd guess um kind of you know that new england accent uh looks like she's just constantly like uh she's got she just keeps on writing stuff and just looking out the window. She just kind of bops around though. I think her name was usually order. Uh, kind of. She likes to kind of go around the menu, it seems like. I think she tries to light just try a little bit of everything. Uh haven't really had anyone talk to her yet though. Uh, let's see. Who else do I got? Uh I got another older uh let's see. Big big lion dude. Looks like he's pretty buff. Uh, pretty got full beard and like full mane and everything. Um, judging by the accent, I think that he's probably from Moonbeacon. Uh, so I don't know what he's doing on business. He might be, you know, one of those, like, I think he might be a religious leader or something like that. Um, no. he, he parked up when he heard buff lion dude, but then just, nah, we heard religious leader. Yeah. Say so he's probably middle-aged, probably in his forties. Uh, wait, wait, what kind of religion are we talking? Uh, one of the... Uh, he is probably a... Uh, he's probably an animist. Uh, you know, spirits within all objects kind of thing. I, I don't know, I'm not super ah, familiar. Ah, a, a loon, I see. Okay, a crazy person. Yeah, yeah Bobby just... Bobby would just look at Aravi and say, Oh, spirits and all objects. Crazy talk. I'm going to tell I've... them they shouldn't be so judgmental. Look, look. I, I have talked to spirits, and they are definitely yeah. not in everything. That was just more of a wink like nudge nudge thing. <laughs> I know, it just went right over Robbie's head. It's fine. Ah. Yeah, let's see. All right, uh, the last one I got down here that seems to be a common one. Uh, probably, like, kind of interesting, like, just... He just kind of frowns when he sees it. It's like, yeah, this guy looks just like a pure just... I don't know what he's doing. It's probably up to no good. Um, just this business asshole. Um, this elk. Let's see. I believe he's an elk. Let's see. Yeah, I, th I think elk caribou. I think, I think he's an elk. I believe he's from... I think he's from the Prosperity Union. 
um caribou uh kind of let's see just just like biz like his short brown hair just in that you know that uh that haircut that all like just standard businessman haircut just wearing like kind of a chubby looking dude too just kind of always dressed up in a fancy suit just like he's he's up to screw someone out of some money i just uh, can tell very punchable is what you're saying extremely i think his name is bentley too Ugh. from the start of the description i thought you were talking about bobby for a second no <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just waiting for that file show up uh dragon man cowboy hat business suit likes to smoke cigars oh that's you never mind <laughs> Bobby wouldn't eat here. No. So yeah, I've got a, I've got a, yeah. So that's that's basically who I got. Uh, they usually tend to show up later on, uh, in the night or like in the afternoon. Um, but yeah, that's kind of just the ones that I've seen. Um. So yeah, I, I don't know if any of them are actually the people who are leaving these, but uh, yeah, just weird to have, like. It's not weird to have regulars, but, you know, sometimes luck is just too good. I'll tell him that's a lot of suspects he's given us, and that's going to take a lot of time for us to go through them all. Yeah, I, I know that's a pretty wide web, but that is kind of, that's what I got so far. Fair, I'd rather give you too much than not enough. I don't get what we think the CIA is involved. Well, I don't know if exactly the CIA is involved, but I just know that it's that kind of group. Could be the KGB for all I know. CSIS. Well, that's why we should probably... Uh, yeah, I'm going back to getting these bugs identified that might tell us where they came from. I'd like to see the uh, the table or tables that uh, you found these mostly at. If there is if there is more, like... If there's a specific table or tables, I'd certainly like to see which ones, because I'd like to take a look at that. Well, um... I can give you a general area. They tend not to there. It's not like they have a common table. Um, they just kind of generally sit in an area. It's pretty busy for them to get a particular table, but they do tend to get in a area. Also, yeah, we should probably take those bugs to radio. It's like, yeah, if you like, I, I don't know exactly how you do this, but um, like I've heard that you can, you're good at surveillance. So I don't know if the, you can help with off these. Theron, did you bring some of the orbs around? We can put them up. It's like, yeah, we can uh, go ahead and set that up. All right, then I'll. I can go ahead and help with that. Let's get those orbs up, and then we can start investigating some other places. Bobby will take a single bug out of the box, look it over, and then pocket it. Can you give All me right. a list of those those names uh, and any other info you got on them? Maybe addresses. Uh, I, I, I don't have addresses, but I can I can get you a list of names. Bobby would like one too. Yeah, I, I can get you all copies of this list. Thank you, comrade. And I guess might be good to put that list of names in Discord somewhere. I just gotta I just gotta cleanse it a little bit so it's not like it's what you know so far. Um, but yeah, I can uh, do that real quick. Uh, is there anything else you want to do? Mm, nope. Yeah, no, I'm just going to go looking for names and busting down doors. Well, from what he would be able to give you, all he could give you is a name and a description. That's what yeah. I mean, looking for names. Oh. Well, it's just going to be first names. So uh, it's. Yeah. Really, I figured he'd. He, okay. 
Well, people are, I don't think. Well, a lot of this he's gone from like like he's gone from observation, and it's not like people are fully say, saying their full name. Yeah, I just I, I'm surprised he hasn't gotten like like kept receipts or anything like that. Well, they're paying with cash. Ooh, okay, that's the issue. It's the seventies. Right. Remember that. Look, we got fucking the internet and phones. Yeah. I don't know if we yeah. got cards well, or credit, not. Credit cards have not quite are are still in the process of being used. Okay. Like it's still a lot of people are well, using the, cash. The, the, there's credit cards. There's credit cards in the fifties. Uh, it's um, yeah. and, well, well, there's like uh, women cards. aren't allowed to own credit cards in seventy five. Well, this world isn't that sexist. You, yeah, credit card jokes on the on the Flintstones. Yeah, well, it, it's basically they're mostly paying in cash, so they didn't really get like All that. Right. But okay, and so you are. We'll turn to Ravia. Okay, once I fit, I'll join you after I finish putting up the these orbs, and then as will Bobby. Okay, yeah, I'm so I'm gonna go talk to Toby. All right. Uh, so yeah, at this point, uh, if you all want to go and kind of figure out what you want to do. You can probably, this could be a good time to divvy up if you want to do anything in particular. Yeah. I'm going to go at least to see Toby and uh, like ask him about these names and appearances and all that. See if anything comes to mind for him. Sure. I can join there. I thought you're going to get the bugs taken care of. I was putting up the orbs for the. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, that's quick. Yeah. Yeah. Bobby will also go because. It was a ride over there, so. Yeah, that'd be nice. I'm kind of curious if there's anything I can figure out at the library. Uh, okay. So, basically, uh, Aravia, so, so what do they have so far? Aravia, Bobby, and Yuhar are gonna go talk to Toby, probably at his, like, office, I guess. Yeah, also at least one person should take the bugs to, uh, Radia. I mean, I can handle that. I thought Tasman was doing that one. Was it? Yeah, I, I wanted. I, I, I want to oh, identify okay. the bugs. Yeah, okay. I didn't realize that you were a technomancer. Well, you, I, I'm not. I was asking who was the technomancer. Yeah, that's, uh, that's radio. So, well, yeah, that's going to be who you have at the moment because Elmas is not in this campaign. Elmas well, okay. is busy. Okay, then. Yeah, you got that. Anyone else who wants to do that can follow. But yeah. Uh, and also, Ferris wants to take a look at the library. Uh, so, Arya, what do you want to do? Well. I kind of actually had had a thought, and I don't know if if this will actually go anywhere. It'll probably be a check, but um, just kind of wanted to scan the areas that they frequented to see if there was any any landmarks or any anything uh, through the windows that might stand out as like something that well, might catch their interest. The part get, kept getting mentioned, right? Well, also it. Occasionally, he did mention like they. Some people tend to focus around certain areas, so that could be something you could do. Right. Yeah. So what I'd like to do is I'd like to go to those particular areas and sort of just like check the windows and see if there's any anything that stands out uh, as like interesting. All right. Uh, so here's what I'll do. That since you all kind of figured out what you want to do, uh, I'm going to handle Arya first because that's just right here. Uh, then I will probably take care of either um, Ferris or probably Ferris first because the library might be kind of a quick thing. Uh, then I'll take care of Tassim uh, checking out the uh, bugs and then we can get to Toby. Sounds good to me. Just to kind of as, as a quick order. Um, 
so you all plant basically i'm not there's no like reason to um like check for planting them so you essentially plant the area that it's pretty much covered um so uh axe uh and so let's see um how do i want to do this um because that technically would be because let's see do i want to do multiple checks or do i want to do one big one let's do this um tom kind you mentioned that you want to kind of take a look over and um tom kind of walks you through where they've been sitting um so all right uh i guess let's start with the top of the list um I believe her name's Sarah, the caribou uh, that I mentioned. Uh, she was sitting at the top or the north side of of the building, um, kind of looking over at this Thousand Voices Club. Okay. Uh, uh, there really isn't a whole lot. Like, if you look at the north side of the building, you can get a good side of the Thousand Voices Club, but because I'm trying to think, there is that Let's see, there's the bank to the left of it, and also behind it, there's the clinic. Um, but then also to the right, there's the plaza. But I don't know what else noticeable would be there. Okay. Um, now that I think about it, she tends to look over it towards... She tends, tends to be... Uh, here at night, I think she likes to study here because I see her for books a lot, uh, a lot. But she does tend to look over at the club towards uh, at night. All right, so the club's a place of interest, and that could be. Uh, it does seem pretty popular around nighttime, so she could be people watching. But uh, that is that's all I could kind of tell from her so for so far. Okay. Um. All right. Uh. Let's see. Um. If we go to the east side of, or the uh, west side of the built of the building, uh, which is where I believe, um, let's see, we got uh, I think it was Dolores Joseph, so the El or the wolf, the uh, scraggly dude, um, and uh, Bentley, I believe, uh, we're all looking over to. Uh, the west side of the building. Uh, and let's see, if we look out here, uh, you do see the park, um, or at least the an opening of the park. Uh, looks like there's a few fountains there, uh, a lot of places to just kind of sit. Uh, so that is uh, something that could be point of interest. Uh, if we look over, there is the library over there, uh, as well as the bank. Um, and if on the... Uh, I guess right side uh, on the left side uh closest to this building uh you have the cineplex which i mean it's popular but i don't know what exactly you'd want to see outside of that uh and then behind there behind the cineplex is the dancing queen which uh that does get a lot of foot traffic uh i do see that there is a uh number of people usually out front uh so there is something around that uh, but other than that, uh, nothing really else to see there. Hmm. Um, right. there let's see. Mm -hmm. there, there is also, um, I didn't really see anyone in particular, although the people who do kind of bop around, they have usually been on the uh, 
east side of the building. Uh, mostly looking over into the, you know, the plaza. Uh, there is the stage in front of the plaza where sometimes there are acts that are going on. Uh, so I have seen them kind of watch that. But other than that, I don't really haven't really noticed anything in particular. Okay. All right. So it looks like we've got at least two places of interest. Uh, the club and the fountain area down in the park. So if they're bugging, bugging here, it means that they're anticipating that somebody's going to be coming through that would give information that they'd be interested in. But they could also be meeting somewhere out there, given the uh, vantage point. And okay, yeah, I, I, I've not, I, I really don't know what exactly would be going on, but uh, that's at least what I can tell you. All right. Well, that gives me a couple of leads. Okay. Uh, is the club? When does the club open? Uh, well, the club should be opening. Uh, Relatively soon. Uh, the lounge in there is open pretty much all day, although I don't know what exactly uh, they'd be doing. It's just kind of, kind of your basic lounge where it's pretty open. Just you can go get some light food there. Um, so it's open, but really uh, it's not going to be until uh, probably after five until the actual action there would occur. Uh, you might have a couple like performances in the middle of the day. Uh, some people use it as meeting spaces, um, but it mostly gets popular around nighttime. I see. Now, from this vantage point, can we see into the club? Uh, you can see like the like the, you can see the entrance of the club. You, it's the angle wouldn't really pertell like you wouldn't have a good view in. Okay. Because you you'd be looking downward. All right. So, so basically, anybody surveilling this area would only be able to see somebody going in or out. They wouldn't be able to see them within the actual. Okay. But the biggest one would be the park, where it has. Um, I'm assuming a quite quite a good view of the, the area. Hmm. The park. 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 Yeah. Park. park. Yeah. Park. Park. Yeah. Park. Park. And her, yeah, her, we're going her, down her. to the park. Going, going, going to go to the park. <laughs> so so i'm assuming from this vantage point there's a a good view of the fountain area with very little to obscure uh somebody taking a seat in that area oh yeah you wouldn't be able to see that or i mean sorry you would you would have a good view of that area hmm it's, it's worth taking a look at all righty so I think my next I think my next my next movement when it comes back to me then is I'm going to I'm going to actually start with the park but since the club's not open yet. All right. So check you, out the park. So you're good you're good for that now? Yeah, I think that concludes everything I really can get from this. All right. Uh I believe uh Ferris was next. Uh you wanted to check out the library? Yeah. I guess first off, you know, just, you know, walk around a bit and make sure I don't see anything unusual, but there's something else I want to do here. All right. What I want to do is I want to research, like, how do I put this? I want to see if there's ever been a history of other governments getting involved in this region to see if I'm kind of on the right track with my thought here or not, if that makes sense. 
Okay, uh, so in, in that case, you could definitely do that because you could probably take a look at like newspapers, new uh, like newspaper archives, and all that because that would probably have any like inf like information about that. Like if there's been scandals about that, uh, that would be I what I would make you do is a um, knowledge uh, knowledge history check. Okay. Um, do I see anything unusual coming in? By the way. Uh, going in, no, it's, uh, it's, it is a city library. It is a taller building uh, because basically a lot of these buildings are just kind of square and tall. So like more skyscrapery. This isn't like, it's on like 20 stories tall, but it is a taller building. Like I'd say maybe about, oh, I don't know, eight stories tall. Okay. Um, uh, what's the difficulty? Uh, let's see. That would be... I would say that is probably a uh, since that's something you could like, because I'd imagine you'd be using like looking for like particular phrases. Uh, I would say that's an average, which is two purples. OK, uh, so in your case, uh, providing that this is correct, um, two, two yellows and a green and two purples. All right. One second. Um, can you give me one second to look at my talents? I feel like something could apply here. All right, that's uh, perfectly fine. Uh, let's see. Uh, if I took a also look. Oh, actually, uh, I do see something in your talents that you might be able to use, although I don't know if you want to burn it quite yet, because I believe that is a session. Um, yes, you have applied research. Let's see what this is. Uh, your character may use this talent before making a check to use any knowledge, skill, and intellect instead of the skill and characteristic the check would normally use. Okay, that one definitely wouldn't be because you're doing a knowledge check. Oh, uh, specialist knowledge. Uh, specialist knowledge. Where are you? When you purchase talents like the specific area of expertise, when making a knowledge check retains that area of knowledge, reduce the difficulty of that check once. Oh, Is right, I fine? see it. And you have history. Okay, so I can bring that down to one purple? Um, see when you make knowledge, when you predict knowledge, reduces the history of the check once more. Yes, you can. Okay, I'll roll that then. Jeez. Uh, so you, okay, so you, so that was two yellows, a green, and a purple. Uh, you have one net fa one failure and four advantage. Um, maybe a librarian comes and sees you and offers you help. <laughs> You know what? Yeah, you have you you can't personally find something, but yes. How about we'll do that? Um, you see, you are looking through newspapers, um, and uh, you happen to uh, you see you're like kind of looking at the paper, and you hear someone walk up to you. Uh, he is a, I would say, younger 30s. Uh, he is a human. Uh, he is, um, you see that he is, uh, uh, he is black. He is uh, kind of a stockier dude, uh, kind of a buzz cut hair, and you just kind of haircut. And he just kind of walks up to you and is like, may I help you? Looking for anything uh, in particular? I will tell him that I'm looking for any information on government interference in this region, and if he knows anywhere I can find something like that. Huh. Well, that's certainly something to look up. Uh, just out of curiosity, what exactly are you looking this up for? I will think for a moment, and I'm telling him it's for a college paper. Huh. Well, 
Yeah, I can definitely tell you that there there have been instances in which there are the various kind of uh, you know people poking around where they shouldn't. Unless there's anything like that related to the Communist Party. Well, since I, I've well personally related to ex for communist member parties, not really. Uh, political situation here doesn't really like that'd be kind of a wide swath. A check here, not really uh, useful. Uh, there's a whole bunch of ex-commies from uh, the U.S. over here. Um, well, I'd say ex-U.S. commies over here. Um, I'd imagine that, uh, yeah, probably looking into that wouldn't make definitely makes sense. Hmm. There is precedent for it. Trying to think of what to ask you out of character. Give me a second. I'm thinking. Um. I guess um, I got to do something related to the list of names I have. I don't know how to ask that without coming out suspicious. Hmm. I guess I can't think of anything for now. It sounds like this isn't really much of a lead, so I guess in that case, I'm done then. You could ask if there's been anything recent. Oh, uh, can I do that? Yeah. Yeah, I will ask if there's any, any recent news on this sort of thing. Any, what is the newest story regarding this subject? Well, uh, last couple of years, I haven't really heard anything. But then again, you know, with tensions kind of glow- growing all over, there's probably some stuff that's happening that we haven't really found yet. Uh, I know that they've been trying to really hunt down on that. Um, I remember hearing a case about uh, um, there was a uh, God, what was it? I think it was like a couple months ago that there was a person that just um. U.S. was saying that there was someone who came over the border here and just kind of disappeared over here. Um, but there's been a uh, word that they potentially were, might be uh, were here illegally or here rather not so much illegally, but they were trying to, you know, do stuff over here and they just really couldn't find them. Did they know who that person was? I can't remember who it is off the top of my head. Hmm. I will not. and I will thank them for that. I think that's about all I can do here. All right. Well, hopefully your report goes good. It's going to look like shit. All right. I think I'm good here. All right. Uh, so, uh, Tassin, um, how are you planning on taking care of the bugs? Well, that's a good question. I need to find somebody who knows something uh, about, um, you know, about these doohickeys. So I guess I would take them home. And the only thing I can think of is I need to find somebody who's an expert at um, uh, looking at weird things. Because they're not, like, off-the-shelf commercial-grade things, right? They don't have, like, serial numbers on them or anything. No, right? they don't. They, don't. They, they, they look they kind of, of, like, um, I'm trying to think of the term. Uh, let's see. Improvised. Yeah, improvised, yeah. Improvised, yeah. Yeah, they're assembled by parts, but they're not a commercial thing. And they're also a technological thing. They're not, like, chemical or anything like that, whatever that means. Uh, no. Uh, no. Yeah, so I would have to find somebody who can identify what these are. Uh, what are skills useful in finding? Uh, I guess the better thing to do would uh, would be to try to find somebody would be to put them up for sale so I could have somebody identify them or take them to a pawn shop and get them free. Or just go to Radia. 
yeah, you do. Yeah, you, or just you go to who, who is Radia? Uh, so uh, she is. Um, she yeah, Radia is a personal friend from the internet. Yes. Uh, also, she is part of the kind of group. She is the Sphinx Lady. She is uh, kind of the of the kind of you know group from the library. She is your techno expert, essentially. I, I would make an appointment to see Radia. Okay, uh, so she would likely be like, especially around this time, she would be at her apartment that is in Hazeltown, which is like about ten minutes away. Yeah, well, I would text her, and if she was available, I'd go there. And she, she would be. All right. So I'm uh, not going to uh, uh, to get an unbiased portrayal. I'm going to say I need to identify where these came from. I'm not going to tell her where I got them from until she asks. Okay, so that works. Um, so basically, she's there in her apartment. Her apartment's just kind of nothing really special. Um, she, It's just like in a... like apartment like you know just a normal apartment building or walls covered in tinfoil black light posters no just nerd shit more she's not really a conspiracy theorist or anything she's just a dork okay so posters for like hackers and the conversation yeah yeah still covered in posters you, you got that yes. right she's yes. a weeb yes uh, she's big in, well yeah but also big in the movies and shit too Okay, well let's go to, let's go to your makerspace table where you assemble ham radios because it's the seventies and people build ham radio. She's a huge fan of Die Hard. Yes, <laughs> or it was the seventies. Uh, I mean, joke. I mean, it's who isn't? Joke. Yes, she is a big fan of of what? Let's see, what's the list? Is let's see, we got Die Hard, Red Line. Wait, is this the ultimate oh. universe? Oh my god, are you just reading off the Media Delta list? Yes, yeah, that's she, the joke. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Delta. She's the mascot for Media Delta. <laughs> yeah, but is this the alternate universe where Frank Sinatra started in Die Hard instead? Sure. Uh, hang on. God, no. You guys Weird. heard about that, that it was originally optioned to Frank Sinatra. Yep. So, wait, real movies exist in this universe? Yes. Yeah. All right, anyway. Hey, no. So, yeah, so... um. Uh, and I guess I'll be polite enough to bring coffee. So, yes. Okay. So she, she lets you in. Uh, she uh, kind of clears some things off uh, and yeah. puts the stuff on the table. Yeah. What the crummy heck is this stuff? Hmm. I don't know. Looks like some sort of recording devices. She kind of takes one and just kind of lifts it up. Do they it's record kind of... locally or do they broadcast somewhere else? Hmm. Well... Kind of like the size of it. Uh, let's just say that they're probably the size of like, I don't know. Um, hmm. They have to fit underneath it. They have to be able to something you can carry in and stick under a table that casual inspection wouldn't reveal them. So I'm assuming that they're like coin size. Is that correct? Well, I'm thinking either coin size or potentially the size of like a, like if you took a cassette tape and kind of cut off like the little bits so that it's perfect, like, flat rectangle that you could kind of stick there. Cassette size? That's pretty large. Yeah, I was thinking that might be a little bit too big, but... Uh, yeah, that's, like a, that, that, that's like pack of cigarettes large. Yeah, let's go coin size. Right. And they're not the kind of... Like, sometimes, like, in if you want to go retro, they would usually wire these into the electricals themselves so they could power it off building power. But, you know, I don't... So I'm assuming that this is... If this is a conventional surveillance device 
it would have to be broadcasting by radio to somewhere else because to have enough tape or digital storage inside of itself would be something technomantic. Yeah, so this would be, this is like, so what she will say is, yeah, these are, these aren't like using, this is using more like electrical stuff. This doesn't look like a technomancy or technomechanical device. I would imagine that it's probably going to some radio somewhere. Right. So can you figure out what frequency they were broadcasting at? I, I, I should be able to do that. Okay, so in other words, someone would have to have a surveillance equipment somewhere else, like in a van or an office. Yes. Hmm. That building, that, that diner was on the fifth floor, was that correct? Yes. Okay, but uh, it, that's a tourist building, so I think that building is entirely occupied by tourist stuff, right? Yeah, so basically the first four floors essentially are the welcome center. Yeah, but there's nearby buildings that could have anything. The next question I would have would be the materials these are made out of. Are these made out of domestic materials or out of, say, foreign materials such as you might find in the United States military? Um, I am going to do this real quick. Is Sky a Jedi? Thankfully, I did radio sheet earlier. Okay, so you're going to do... See, is there an electronic skill in this game? Yes, uh, mechanics. Ah, I have that. Uh, so there is computers and there's mechanics, which I would imagine mechanics is just electrical doodads and computers is actually like using a computer to do stuff. Right. Well, this isn't a computer because it's a dummy yep. reward. So, yeah. This actually, would be, I, wow. Yeah, I, so, I, wait, wait. I might know this. Holy crud. Yeah. I'll, let's see. Let's roll. I'll have radio do the roll. Uh, Let's see. Well, what is? Well, let me check. I can. I can actually check that. Uh, let's see. Where is your sheet? I'm an iron clawed engineer. Yes, you are. Uh, okay. So, so we have two options. Uh, either you or radio can do it. So, your mechanics. Oh wait. Oh wait. Actually, that's the wrong sheet. I think I've got one yellow and two green. I think I mean, that is. Let's see. I believe that she has two yellows and a green. Oh, can I assist someone? Is there an assist yes. pool in this game? So, so yes, you can uh, assist her, and you get she gets she would get an extra boost or a blue die. Yeah, I would just assist her to give her the blue die. That makes more sense. Yep. All right. Uh, let me roll so we this. Crap. Yeah. So let's see. So let's roll. It's two yellows, a green, a blue, and two purples. That is mm. one net failure. <laughs> well. Uh, so you both kind of poke at it and you can't really to tell like well was this like bought with foreign because i'm like there's foreign parts in it but it's like anyone can order that yeah like, this could come from anywhere there's, there's no smoking gun here that says this is cia grade equipment yeah so. it, it is it is very much it it looks improvised and you can't really tell where it's from yeah which you know, it is just that just turns this into a known unknown. It's like, well, yeah, I would expect the CIA to be able to do something. No, this isn't that big of a deal. It does mean there need to be a receiving station somewhere else. It would have to be on this frequency. Uh, and if they're receiving, then they don't, you know, we wouldn't be able to pick them up with a detector because they're a receiver, not a broadcaster. These are the broadcasters. And by now, the, the guy's been discovering these for weeks. 
So I'm guessing that by now they've probably given up on this kind of stuff. Yeah, that could be the case, but also we could kind of we could figure out what uh, frequency these were on. Right, but that uh, the only thing that can help me out with is figuring out what if I found their receiver and it was in the proper range. They could have been in uh, another floor, another building, or um, an automobile parked outside. That means basically surveying the neighborhood and trying to figure out where they would hide. How big would a receiver have to be to get all of this? Like, you know, would they, I guess it, I'm, I'm assuming they would have to be like desk sized or at least. So, so if, so if it's a remote, like, so what I'm thinking is basically if they had a device that basically was picking up these electric sig or these mic, like the mic signals from these things, um, like if they had some sort of remote like drop thing that they can drop off and just kind of leave it in a discrete location, uh, that would at least have to be, oh, I don't know. Uh, if I'm thinking like dimension wise, if I'm thinking like a, like, you know, the size of like a 24, like pack or case of like beer or like soda. Yeah, they would have to walk around with a large box. It would look conspicuous. That's why I'm thinking it was either in a car because if you did that in the back of a van, you wouldn't look weird. Um, uh, or, or in another building. So I guess the next thing to do would be to canvas the neighborhood and try to figure out... Because I can't think they could be that far away. Because I'm guessing the broadcast range for these... Can we figure out what the range was? Uh, that you could... You could probably find a general range. So... 45 feet? Uh, sorry, I'm bad with, like spatial things so i got to think about that for a moment well um, if, if they were in the restaurant on the fifth floor then um if it could be picked up by another building that would have to be at least like across the street and in another building because they're either a standalone building i mean there aren't taller buildings next to share a common wall right no there is no building that would share a common wall with the welcome center and are there any other five-story buildings on the same block? Uh, let's see, in the same block, you would have... Uh, the transport center probably won't be large enough. The flowering blossom is more wide than it is tall. Um, the Thousand Voices Club is pr could be... That could be a place. Uh, the Cineplex could actually be... That actually might be tall enough uh, to get, like, a direct signal. Did you um, post a map to this? Yes, I did post them. Uh, let me repost it. Uh, yes, it is yes. in the Discord. It's, it is... Uh, okay, let's see. Oh, there we are. Plaza Stage, Flowering Blossom Plaza. Thousand Voices is the open... Uh, that's the open mic spoken word place, isn't it? Yeah, they, I mean, I think they, they have that, but I think they have plays and other things, but yeah. Well, yeah, but you also said they have poetry uh spoken word poetry night there right yeah i'm pretty sure they do yeah so they've got i don't know a lot of audio equipment set up so they can deal with music and voice yeah that could be the case yeah which means if you had a radio transmitter you could really just leave it there with all the other stuff and, or improvise out of that stuff i think that's where i'm gonna go look first all right thank you uh um Radio, uh, I owe you uh, for this. Yeah, don't worry about it. 
and I guess I'll spend the night exchanging pleasantries. And well, I wouldn't, I didn't bring any weed and I wouldn't want to take any of hers. So I guess I'll just go. Well, this would, this is also like 11 o'clock in the morning. What? You can't talk? <laughs> I mean, you can't. But I just want, I just, it's not necessarily the case where it's like, oh, I'm done with that. So I'm done for the day. We already did breakfast. Well, crap. I can go sign up for open mic night. I guess I'll go back to a thousand voices. You meet up with Arya since they were looking around the grounds too. Yep, yeah. I know because I think Arya was going to go to the. Were you going to go to the club or did you want to go to the park? Checking out the park until the club opens. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll rendezvous with them at the club then. All right. Uh, so uh, with that, we round back up to uh, Yuhar, Bobby, and Ravia, who are. Um, so Bobby will refuse to go to the depass station and we'll have toby meet up with them at the at his restaurant okay go to the station i i would much rather go to the station because they have actual files and records there yeah i'd rather go to the station here but on this one just because we have the records there it's like again at this point toby knows us so it's like no risk of getting a surprise you're not you're not worried about a cult ambush that never happened yeah, it was fun getting hauled in. Oh, all right. Sorry you don't like D-Pass. I don't like it either, but they got records. All right. Uh, so you go into the station, which is in another part of the city. Uh, at this point, uh, Toby would be kind of in his office trying to... Uh, or he's in the office in, in that part, because let's just say that it's a day where he's in there and he hasn't really been assigned anywhere yet. Um. Uh, so... Let's just say there's no reason for you not to be able to just kind of go in. Say you were looking for someone very specific. I'm looking for a hot mess of a rabbit. Yeah, but that I would say if you say that there'd be like just point around to random things because okay, <laughs> there's a lot from there. Yeah, and like Yuhar would just say, "I'm right here." Okay, we're looking for a hot mess of a rabbit who breaks everything, and I don't mean with explosives. Yes. Okay, so you all end up going to uh, his office um, where he is like just kind of taking a look at the stuff in the day. So you, you kind of knock on his door. You see that some of his like crew are kind of around. Uh, so you kind of knock on like his door and you, he, you just hear him say, come in. Jokes on you, I don't knock, I just enter. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> Okay, so you, you walk in and he looks up and he's like, All right, so I take you found something. Uh, we have names and we have descriptions, and we want to see if there was anything you or your people knew. You know, the whole pack of rena cops. All right, well, is that what you call a group of rena cops a pack? I thought it was a mall. <laughs> Shit, you're right. All right, uh, so I will save you the trouble and I will just uh, say that you have the list. Um, and it is like, all right, so so basic descriptions and first names. Mm -hmm. Sorry, it's not much, but that's all we got from Tom. Aside from... Better than nothing. Oh, and but we do know someone's there. We, we've got, we've been going, getting the bugs that were in the their check, so... 
So, yeah, I heard that they were talking, like, the person was talking about bugs. Yeah, he really um, should look into fumigating the place. Yeah, I know, right? Bobby will he... take the bug out of his pocket and toss it onto Toby's desk and oh, say, shit, you did nick one. That's right. You do anything with this? Uh, you see him pick it up, and he just kind of looks at it, and he's like, yeah, that's a bug, all right. Should you have touched it? Uh, it's I'll a large right. I heard neither of that because both of you talked. Uh, so Toby would not break the thing because it's not techno uh, mechanical. Okay, Bobby's wearing gloves. And yes, okay. Bobby's wearing gloves. Um, so he just kind of takes a look and he's like, "Well, that's that's a that's a bugger, right?" Can you guys <laughs> figure out the kind of make? Well, we can take a look at it. Definitely some, you know, crude stuff. So this was. Definitely done on the cheap. Probably know it could be local. Hmm. I could have some of my crew take a look at it. Not exactly yeah. known for planting bugs around here. I trust Rady to rip things apart, but I figure you guys might know the make. Hmm. Now this looks like a home job. That's weirder, actually. Yeah, nothing particular about it. Don't really know if there's like really any sort of like signature on it or like a like a way it was made also really quick the bugs were uniform in make right yes okay so they were made like you could tell that they were made in a batch but you couldn't tell that they were handmade okay well now we do what about tracing the signal is there a way to turn this thing on and figure out where it's going well we can pick up a frequency of where it's going to but likely uh, this isn't going to have any information on it. It just, we could figure out where the, what the frequency is. Um, could possibly backtrace that, but that's all we probably could. We couldn't, like, listen to anything that's been said on it. I mean, look, anything's better than nothing. Yeah, I can have some, I'll, I'll let this, some of the people that, there's probably someone better than us to take a look at and I'll, Hand this over to them. As long as I can bust some heads, I'll take whatever I can get. Well, looks like whoever's doing this isn't exactly... I'm going to probably say that there's about 99% chance that uh, they're not doing this for anything good. Oh, I'm shocked. Yeah, I know. Not only are they not doing it for anything good, they're also cowards. Yeah. No clue why they would be doing that. I know, it's not even like a great diner, it's just the location. Yeah, it's if you're looking for some place that has a bunch of non-locals, that's a perfect place for it. I mean, Bob B's was at least nice because I got offered some hobo wine there. He just kind of looks at you and just kind of confused, but kind of just shrugs Bobby, it off. Bobby just shakes his head and says, and that was not a regular service. Look, I'm just saying some clearly homeless man walked in and offered me wine. Hmm. It's 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 normal, isn't it? Sure, sure, Avia. Sure, it's normal. Okay. Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, I'll, we'll take a look at this, and I, I'll see if I can get back to you on this. Sure is a shame that Hobo Wine vanished. Oh, I'm sure they sell that brand at the supermarket still. I don't think they sell Bacchus at the, uh, supermarket. Well... We happen to have a connect on that one. Okay. 
and Toby just kind of perks up for a second. He's like, hmm, you deal with the cult again? No, it was just some old dude who walked in, acted like he knew me too, and vanished with his wine. Hmm. All right. Wait, this isn't normal to you? Not exactly. People don't really walk up and offer me wine on the regular. Huh. They do for Bobby, but that's because he's attending a fancy party. I don't drink. Okay, but even if you don't, it's still insulting to disappear with the wine. That is true. Just just vanish. Not even leave, just vanish. It's very rude. Well, it's ruder not to disappear the wine. Down your gullet. But yeah, just uh, if you get anything, just we'll, we'll keep in touch. All right. Can't believe y'all think I'm weird. I can't believe it. I uh, didn't say he thinks he's your we- thinks you're weird. Toby does though. And Toby's judgmental. Toby just kind of <laughs> smirks. And says, I ain't said nothing. You gave me a look. I give a lot of people look. looks. As if you don't have homeless men speak cryptically to you, offering you wine and then disappearing. Thank you for the help, Toby. We'll be back with more information. All right. That, uh, that works for me. We'll take a look and then we'll get back to you on that. God, it's not even the first time it's happened. Just saying, you get used to it after the fourth time. Okay, then. So, what? We head back to the... We head back to the locals. Yeah. Sorry. What were we saying, Carnival? I think, what, we're gonna head back to the Welcome Center and meet up with everyone else, or do we have any other plans we want to do before? Bobby says, well, nothing else to do. Best go back and see what Ferris, the Doctor, and Team Killer found. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Hazeltown Story. If you'd like to get updates on this show and many other shows hosted by me, Lola Puzzlo, you can follow at Hazeltown Story on Twitter. And if you would like to get to know me more from a personal standpoint, you can follow my personal Twitter at Lola DePuzzlo. If you would like to watch this be recorded live, you can go to twitch.tv slash and follow the channel for notifications of when this show, as well as other shows like Retrorank Rhapsody, are being recorded. If you would like to add this podcast to your podcatcher of choice, you can search for WLDP Hazeltown Radio and find us on most major podcatching search engines. Or you can manually add rss.hazeltown.life to your podcatcher. Thank you for listening, and I hope you come around for the next episode.